want to give a word of advice to all you decomposition listeners out there. If you smell like you sound, go see a, a professional. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if I can edit out all of this laughter. (laughs) (laughs) Teresa's dying. (laughs) Hello, everybody. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Decomposition Podcast, where we hyperanalyze all of your favorite terrible songs. My name is Brad, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Katie. Katie, are you going to make it through this episode? I'm crying. We are less than a minute into this thing. We are less than one minute into this episode and you're already crying. Last week it took you straight up until Andrew WK performing at a funeral to cry. Yeah. Today, just right off the bat. Tears everywhere. The saddest day ever. No, they're good tears. They're happy tears. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. And I might not edit out that like 30 seconds of laughter (laughs) that just went on. Teresa, welcome back to our kitchen. Oh, hey. So, uh, welcome back after the break. Uh, we've certainly seen and hung out with you numerous times yeah. in between, but it's great to have you back. I don't oh, think thanks. I don't think you've recorded an episode since uh, Weezer. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you? It was a dark, dark day. What do you like better, this song or Weezer songs, or the worst Weezer songs? Why would you do that to me? <laughs> Why on this, the day of our reconciliation? <laughs> You've been so mad for so long. Wouldn't it be funny if we made people believe that Teresa hasn't spoken to us since January, even though I see her every day? She'll only speak to us on a microphone. That's right. While being recorded. That is, those are the new rules, new friend rules. Mm -hmm. Uh, So give us an answer then. Uh, Stop. Don't like. (laughs) Listen, I love the. I love them all yeah. for different reasons in you, uh, different ways. Is one of the reasons because this is an 80s song that you can sing along to? I can definitely sing along and I enjoy it thoroughly. Yeah. And I know that it's it's now going to be destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> this love will be ruined by uh, can joining I, the podcast. Can I ask a question without getting into specifics just yet? Does anybody understand any of the lyrics to this song? Yeah, yeah. I think so. I yeah. got it. I'm, we, don't, we don't sound that optimistic. No, because I'm never quite sure, because I think I understand things, and then I come in here, yeah. and we uh, talk about them, and then I'm sad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so before we get into it, I just want to do some housekeeping that I neglected to do last time. First, I want to give a big thanks to our friends, Josh, who, of course, everybody knows from our previous episodes, uh, and his wonderful wife, my groomswoman, Laura. They stopped off at a little gift shop in Warwick, New York? Warwick, yep. And got us a decomposition notebook, which I'm going to try to tweet out a picture of later this week. Once I once I run through the notebook I use, I'm definitely going to use that to take my notes, so thanks, guys. Second, I also want to give a shout-out to our buddy, uh, Joey Cafone over at Baron Fig for the wonderful gift that he sent us with it all the beautiful. notebooks and pens and everything. You should check out his podcast called Eureka by Baron Fig, where he chats with various different creators of various things. If it's a physical product or if it's a podcast or if it's a music or if it's fashion design. A music. A music. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or a fashion design. Anyway, thanks, guys. Last but not least, I need to bring up Wheels of Steel, Katie. Oh, yeah. Sent to us by Terry Wolfgram. Thank you, Terry. Um, Thank you, Terry. I'm going to say thank you. I appreciate the... Effort. 
the yeah the hmm, yeah time spent in sharing wheels of steel something that has brought you so much she did she put a bunch of work into getting those lyrics together for us uh, which are terrible. Yeah, they're real bad. So Terry Wolfgram sent us uh, a, a CD that she and her husband listen to and enjoy in, in a very ironic sense because it's so terrible by this band called Wheels of Steel. That's Wheels with a Z, folks. Yeah. We listened to 12 minutes and then tapped out, I think. Yeah. Um, it was, man, it was straight up horrendous. And if I could just highlight a couple of terrible, <laughs> terrible lyrics of this. Ladies 18, she's become of age now. Gross. Ugh. I do not like that. Very gross. No, but the second song called Outer Space Man is also... Uh, <laughs> the The opening line of it is Outer Space Man, the traveler of the stars in the galaxy <laughs> and in all of the planets in his magic spaceship. Does it feel like it's trying to be a David Bowie song, yes. but like really yes. failing here's hard? Thing. So here's what this... Uh, album reminds me of it sounds like if David Bowie recorded all the music assuming that he was on tempo and then went back and just added electronic drums that were way off tempo those lyrics to me feel like a flight of the concords parody oh sure of a David Bowie oh man I said David really weirdly just David David It also kind of reminds me of that creepy documentary you told me to watch about uh, oh, aliens. Yeah, the guy and... who was banging the alien ladies oh, for his entire life. That, Mr. That was, Spaceman, hello. It was called like Love and Spaceships Love or something and saucers. On, on Saucers on Hulu. That was really... Oh, were you going for a five? Yeah, I'll, I'll Always going okay. for a five. So anyway, uh, so those are the people that I wanted to say thank you to real quick. I don't know that I could ever listen to the rest of that Wheels of Steel album. I think it just hurts me so yeah. much. Yeah. We might try. I would try, yes. I'd try again. I would have to be several beers deep, but I would put it on and you know what I would do? I would put it on at a party and just like wait for people to notice I think what was that's going a great on. Idea. <laughs> we're gonna have people over, we're gonna torture our friends, basically. We're gonna yeah. have people over and we're just gonna subtly shift the music to wheels of steel. Uh, yeah, and just like and it then play. pretend like nothing weird is because happening. Because the funny thing is it's like a YouTube video, but it's not separated by individual tracks. It's like mm-hmm. the entire album on yes. one YouTube video of just horrendous garbage so it was, it's something, something else. else yeah <laughs> so um anyway without further ado we are tackling a huge song here Ooh, it's big it is a big it is a classic 36 year old song it's oh, older it's, than me uh, oh how dare you it's, <laughs> it, it's 82 it's, it's 82 so uh what month of 82 well i don't know see the album was released in 82 the single didn't pick up until 1984 oh, oh but, it's younger than you <laughs> this is a giggly episode going on here um, just to fill in Funk and Wagdall. Funk and Wagdall. <laughs> Teresa is two months younger than me. Yeah. I've just turned thirty-six and I'm only thirty-five. She's she's old. She's You're, around it's the actually corner. Almost a full I'm a three baby months. from thirty-six. And she likes to tell everyone that she's much younger than I am. So much younger. So this song and Teresa and I are all the same age. We were all born in nineteen eighty two. We don't know the month yet. So anyway, today's song is the, uh, I'll say 1982 hit, Hungry Like the Wolf by Duran Duran off of their seminal album, Rio, 
Uh, this song went to number three on Billboard's Hot 100, number one on their top rock tracks, only peaked at number five on the UK singles chart. Um, the album went two times platinum, certified gold. This song is still a staple at every single cover band show I've ever seen in my life. It should be. It's great. Um, everybody loves it. Everybody sings along with it, and it is complete nonsense. Yes. Not a single thing about this song really makes sense, despite the fact that I kind of know what it's about, but I don't really know what it's about because it falls apart real quick. It's a collection of words. Yes, correct. I think that describes it perfectly. (laughs) (laughs) That when examined come together to make sense like you know generally speaking what the song is about but then when you start to break it down into individual words and phrases you're like this is madness yes is there some is there a famous literary figure that you can compare this to i don't know i don't i don't have a good literary comparison but i can admit a lyric i've sung wrong for of like 30 years. Ooh, do you want to do it Ooh now boy. or wait till we get to it? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I guess I'll wait till we get to it. Wait till we get all to right, it. Right. Hold oh. on tight, folks. Something to look forward Suspense. to. Suspense. Can I just, uh, to backtrack here for a moment, before we get into the nitty gritty of this crazy, crazy song mm-hmm. that I love, I will admit that I, I love this song. I have very mixed feelings about it now. I loved it until like 25 minutes ago. Can we just, uh, without getting too in-depth, talk about how we went to go see Jagged Little Pill the Musical this past weekend? Oh, yeah. So Teresa didn't go see it. Teresa no, did not go see it. We went to go see me. it. And they don't we love did, me. We were is, in Boston. You weren't there. How dare they? Boston <laughs> invited you. In fact, the theater invited everybody to pay That's true. $25. Uh, we paid $90 a $90 ticket. $90 a ticket. Yowzers. <laughs> how much? Uh, uh. I mean, it was, it was pretty good. I don't know if it was $90 good. It was good, though. Money spent now. You know what? It was fun. They're still workshopping it, so I don't feel like it's fair to give it like a full review. Yeah, I agree. Um, But it had a lot of parts that were very good. The music was well highlighted for the most part, and we saw an incredibly talented cast of actors, singers, dancers do exactly what they were asked to do. Right. Sometimes what they were asked to do fell flat a little bit, and I hope that those are the things that'll be worked out before it, say, goes to Broadway. And um, I would like to see it again when it comes to Broadway to see how it has changed and evolved since we saw it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I will say this. A couple of the songs I thought were phenomenal. Yes. Um, I really liked the version of Uninvited that they did. Oh, yes. And I especially loved the version of You Learn at mm-hmm. the end. It's a uh, good song. Yeah. Anyway, so that was fun. Oh, that and was I just want to throw we... in that there were yeah. two moments where they had characters have like an out-of-body experience where a very talented young woman who was a featured dancer in it took over the part of those characters. So the main actor watched the mm. dancer like dance Re-enact the scene. what they were going. Like yeah, they were bad. having an out-of-body experience. And it in both cases was absolutely beautiful. That was really well done. But that was a fun thing to do. Uh, Anybody in the Boston area, I'd suggest checking out at the uh, American Repertory Theater. It was interesting. It's interesting to see how that stuff kind of like early on in the process. Mm -hmm. Not something I'd ever been familiar with. Yeah. So, but it was cool. So anyway, Hungry Like the Wolf guys, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do we want to just start up on the lead? So, okay, here's, here's the thing. The chorus changes every single time. Does that mean we just drill through it top to bottom? 
Yeah, I think that's a good decision. So. Okay. Teresa, as our guest. Oh. Ooh, Ooh. Fancy Pants. Who doesn't love you now? Uh, <laughs> can you read this first verse for us? Just the verse? Gotcha. No, why don't you read the first verse and chorus? And chorus? Yeah. All right, cool. Dark in the city, night is a wire. Steam in the subway, earth is a fire. Do, 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 do. Woman, you want me, give me a sign and catch my breathing even closer behind. Do, 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 do. Isn't it? Do, 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 Straddle the line in discord and rhyme. I'm on the hunt down. I'm after you. Mouth is alive with juices like wine, and I'm hungry like the wolf. Gross. All right. So let let me ask you guys. You, you said you, you kind of have a feeling about what this song is about. Yeah. I think I do as well, but I don't have any support from the lyrics is the thing. That's how I, I, I feel about this song. Okay. Uh, it, it's obviously a man who's pursuing a romantic interest. And he's comparing that romantic interest to a wolf that's Being like a predator. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Which is... Kind of gross mm, and yeah. terrifying. That, <laughs> that analogy doesn't... I named doesn't... it the stalker song. Yeah, okay. Well, I, the, yeah, gross. The whole uh, simile that the song is built around Hungry Like the Wolf, Yeah. which I've never really given any thought before, right. is disgusting and disturbing. Yeah. It's bad. I'm going to say it's upsetting. If he's a predator, then she is the prey, yeah. meaning she doesn't want to be hunted. Yes. Yeah. Because so. if a wolf is hunting a... Uh, <laughs> animal. Another what? animal. A deer, a rat, or maybe a, a rat. I don't know. What do, what, a duck. What do wolves hunt? You know I don't where know. They, I'll tell you where they don't hunt is Sri Lanka. They don't There are no wolves in Sri Lanka. Um, are there? Did you look it up? Uh, can you do that while I'm making fun of this video? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so wolves, I mean, whatever animal is being hunted by the wolf does yeah. not want to be hunted by the wolf. Yeah. Obviously. He obviously, the, being the caught animal, is not a good thing. It means your death. Okay. So, but we can agree that the song is about him going after a lady. Yes. Of course. Is that okay? Good. Because I believe it's a lady. That's, I don't know. He's that's, going after someone. Does he say lady? Well, a, I mean, a romantic a interest. Woman, some you sort of gender stereotypical, lustful, heteronormative ideas that it is a lady. 1982. The song definitely <laughs> says, woman, you want me, give me a sign. All right. There we so. go. There's our facts. <laughs> 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 so now with that in mind, can we analyze these lyrics and figure out what the hell Simon LeBon and the boys are? The Fab Five as they Le were bon known. LeBon and the boys? Time? They should have named themselves LeBon and the boys. They didn't, unfortunately. Duran, Duran. Um, Upon just a cursory look, and and I could just be wrong. I mean, that's absolutely possible. I haven't found, how dare you? I haven't found any wolves listed among the mammals in Sri Lanka. Okay. Just so we know. Just uh, uh, for those of you that don't know, the video, as well as the video for Rio, as a matter of fact, they were both filmed back to back in Sri Lanka. So where there may be no wolves, where there are probably not wolves. There are like leopards, though, because there are leopards in the video. I don't know why that. 
<laughs> I do not this remember a leopard. I do, and I have something to say about it. It's a lady's it. face, like, changes into a leopard for, like, a moment, a split second. Oh, okay. I think I was just um, so appalled. So that said, dark in the city, night is a wire. Immediately, it's like, what in the world does yeah, that mean? Yeah, uh-huh. I wrote that immediately. Yeah. I, the first thing I wrote about the lyrics is, night is a wire? If you are to, like, compare something to a wire, there should either be an obvious reason that it's a wire, or you back it up as to why you think night is like a wire. Like, if I had to defend it, Bless. is it that the night is electric? I also thought wire as like dividing things. So like night is the thing that divides day. And later on, he talks about straddling the wire. So like, oh, oh, those that face can't be heard on a podcast. No. <laughs> <laughs> smells like it sounds. Uh, we talked about uh, uh, strut on a line, straddle the line. Like there's a lot of this like line wire kind of stuff happening. In it. And so, like, night is a wire. Is it that it's dividing the day? Maybe. I don't know. I don't think it is, but I'm guessing. It feels like it's trying to create some sexy imagery because the next line is... wires are sexy. I mean, if you love an electrician. Yes, they are. The next line is steam in the subway. So it's like Mm. the the Mm. electric night, the steamy subway. Uh, Then it says earth is a fire. That doesn't sound good, though. Well, if the steam is coming up through the grates so steam is happening in the subway and it comes up through the grates in the city street it Mm kind of looks like the earth is on fire yeah that there's like smoke coming out through it so i get the electric i'm in with that it's like hot and sexy you know hot and sexy with wires and steam Steam. so sri lanka's subway system (laughs) (laughs) didn't exist until 2016 oh they had a rail system dating back well, the, to the 1850s. This song obviously has nothing to do with Sri Lanka. That is just no, the no. setting that's of the video. No, no, that's just the video. But, <laughs> but I'm going to keep making the comparison. Sri La- you should because it's great. <laughs> so, um, but steam in the subway, earth is a fire. There is something going drastically wrong wherever Simon Laban and the boys are. You've never gone through the city at night and seen like the steam coming up through the grates in the street? Not while Earth is a fire. No, but like it looks like it's imagery. It's like, oh my God, it looks like the ground is on fire, like mm-hmm. the steam coming through the grates. Could... I'll give you this one, Valente. I'll give it to you here. You better after Weezer. Yeah, especially since it was my argument that she's just repeating to you. I'd like to listen back. I'll to give this. you this one quickly. <laughs> We're going to have to listen back to the audio tape. I, uh, I will when I edit it, but I can clip out anything. So. <laughs> <laughs> Then of course the do 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 best part of the song saying right there. Actually, it's great. I like it. It's fun. Woman, you want me? Give me a sign. Okay, so there's the pursuit. But he's assuming. Stop. Time out. Hold up. Woman, you want me? Give me a sign. How does? Why does he think the woman wants him if she's never given him a sign before? It's like you're gonna pull the words out of my mouth. Just Before I'm about to say, it's like you're going to cut me off to say the exact thing that I was in the oh, middle of saying. I it's crazy. You're like in my Reading brain. Reading your mind. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Katie. No, Brad. I want you to go ahead and catch my breathing even closer behind. He is a stalker. He is definitely going to do horrible things to this woman. Yeah. Yeah. There's no possible way. It's pretty gross. Yeah. I'm uncomfortable. Katie, up until a couple weeks ago when I suggested this song, 
Did you have any idea how crazy this song was? No, there are several lines that I thought said something else altogether, and I like the doo-doo-doo-doo, so yeah. you're ruining okay. it for me. And you can kind of sing along with the chorus. Yeah. That's why this song is a hit. Although I was singing several things in the chorus totally wrong all this time. You and approximately 7.5 billion other people on this planet, as it turns out. So, um, But this is really creepy to me. And I have to agree with you both. That idea of, woman, you want me, give me a sign. Why is there an assumption yeah. that you want me and you just haven't shown me yet? It's like maybe she doesn't want you. Right. Or she's playing hard to get. Gross. No. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. All right. Let's move on to this first chorus because this is is where I think things kind of go off the rail a lot more. Can I tell you the two lines that I have misheard and missung? There's only four lines in this verse. There's only four lines in this verse. Well, I thought it was smell like I sound, I'm lost and I'm found. Sure. Because I want, I yes. Because why wouldn't you, it's meaningless anyway. Why wouldn't you at least have internal rhyme? Yeah. Yeah. So looking at several sources and finding out that it's smell like I sound, I'm lost in a crowd. It's like, why? (laughs) But you were certain it was smell like I sound. Yeah. Yeah. But here's the other one. Straddle the line in disco and rhyme. That's <laughs> what I thought. I, I always discord. that is great. It's discord. It is I discord. Know. I've always have you been it was saying disco. disco? I love it. Da, 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 da. Disco and rhyme. I'm pretty sure it's I... how I've always sung the song. But at the same love time, it. doesn't mean anything. Means so like zero percent. Di- well, what does dis- discord means? It's like it sounds wrong, right? Yeah, like it's, 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 yeah. There's something off it's about just, it. It's not right. Let me get you a dictionary different. Well, I would love a dictionary. Is what I said. Um. Yeah. Like I thought, smell like I let smell like I sound. I'm lost and I'm found. But now I look. I'm lost in a crowd. If he's hunting or if he's really a person walking through the city, mm-hmm. I could see how it's I'm lost in a crowd. Like I get why he said that. But you're right, the rhyme makes more sense if it's I'm lost and I'm So the, the two definitions we have here, first one is disagreement between people. Mm. The second one is lack of harmony between notes sounding together. I think when you're saying discord and rhyme, it's, it's, There's it's a, musical a combination connection. of kind of the two things. Sure. Like it's the discord and rhyme, like it doesn't mix, it doesn't fit. And then also disagreement between the people as if like these two people are not fitting together. I'm straddling the line between what? Mm-hmm. If you're straddling a line, you're standing between two things. So and he's standing between discord and rhyme, between... But what does that mean? If I'm straddling the line in discord and rhyme, so the line is between discord and the line is between... B- between. The line is between <laughs> rhyme. Katie, now your words are making no sense. It's like you're being inspired by I Duran am. Duran. I can't figure out what the meaning of that is. Am I straddling... Oh boy, killing oh it, boy. killing it here tonight. <laughs> Am I straddling the line between like disconnection and harmony? I think Am that's I what it's... working too hard for them right now to make it work? Yeah, you definitely are. And then there's somebody, um, you know how Genius Lyrics just has like people comment on what sure. the lyrics mean? Somebody's arguing that Hungry Like the Wolf was inspired by Little Red Riding Hood. Yes. Now, I haven't had any time to substantiate that fact. I so have found nothing to substantiate it, that. It sounds to me like that maybe that's just somebody's idea. But if it were true, let's imagine it were true, that could make the line, straddle the line in discord and rhyme make sense. 
Because if it's saying that the song is inspired by Little Red Riding Hood, which is really a fairy tale, which is really told in rhyme by Grimm's originally, maybe there's something there, but I think it's too loose a connection. I think we're working too I think hard. Wolf is the only thing. <coughs> well, we're Wolf. Oh, boy. Wolf in pursuit of a lady. Katie, your words are <laughs> Please on. cut out all of my mistakes. <laughs> uh, boy, let's see. Let's look up Little Red Riding Hood real quick. Um, published in Italian folk tales. And then, okay, the best known version was by the Brothers Grimm. Okay. What are you trying to find out? I was just trying to see if there was anything to uh, Little Red Riding Hood. If Little Red Riding Hood was real. It is real. <laughs> it's just like it, the the idea of a wolf yeah. is is really the only connection I see here. Pursuing a human right. woman. But pretend by pretending to be her grandma. His pursuit is really <laughs> just like laying in wait. So let's find out where in this song he's pretending to be a grandma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's uh, the next... The, the the last two lines where his mouth is alive with juices like wine. That's- oh God. That is weird and gross and I don't exactly know. I can't really put my finger what on why. Whole, I don't like it. And I'm I hungry it. like the wolf. I'm hungry like literally any living creature. So like when you think about a mouth filled with juices like wine, maybe he's talking about mouth filled Grape with blood? Juice? No, he's no. salivating. But is that juices wine-like? like, like wine. when I think wine, like I think like red and red. Wine blood. is delicious, and the saliva in his mouth is so delicious over his desire yeah, for okay. her. Katie Perfect. likes saliva. Uh, Grodio. No, I meant for the speaker, not for me. Because <laughs> we have completely ignored "smell like I sound," and I in that intro that I put down had you guys laughing for so long, and I was so proud of it, and then we're just going to skip right over the line "smell like I sound." Yeah, man, I, I smell like I sound. How does one smell like a sound? I don't know. A loud smell. I'd have to smell like aggressive and mildly annoying. What's a loud sm- Garlic? Is garlic a loud smell? Is it a loud sound? No, but like you're thinking of something that's like a sound is loud, right? So like, or quiet. A quiet smell is more like a vanilla <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's Brad smelling like he sounds <laughs> burned oh boy yikes Teresa you're tearing sweet, this marriage a apart sweet sound uh, a wolf would be quiet and stealthy so would make very little sound you smell like a wolf and you sound I like a wolf. Then the smell of a wolf would be like Subtle? the wind. You got that wet wolf smell. You know, Gross. like no, being out not in the like rain. a wolf, but like you know, the smell of the earth after it rains, petrichor. Oh, that's you a, know what I'm talking yes. about. Like oh, that's a real that? word. It means like that's after from Doctor Who, but it's also a real word. And yeah, Doctor a, Who used it. I mean, but I, more yeah. importantly, it's from Doctor Who. All right, yes, and it's also <laughs> my favorite period of doctor who but yes the the like the smell of the earth after it rains when it's been dry and hot or whatever it's called petrichor and so like the smell of a wolf it's that like it's subtle it's not something that's overwhelming so the petrichor can we just agree that this is nonsense bullshit yeah it is bullshit. <laughs> okay but i like i like playing with it it's fun yeah. to make sense out of nonsense oh boy so <laughs> mm, so that's one third of this song huh <laughs> The good news is the chorus only has like variants from here on in. Yeah, okay. I'm looking at it in context though. Yeah. In touch with the ground, like so he's like rooted to the 
the earth and he's tracking her. I'm on the hunt. I'm after you. Right. Smell like I sound. I'm lost in the crowd. He is undetectable. Like yeah. both his smell and sound are undetectable. It's like the predator. As he hunts her mm. with juices like wine in his mouth, which is the worst part. Yes. Yeah, salivating for her for sure. But when I hear like juices like wine in your, like I think about blood, but you're right. It makes more sense to be saliva. Uh-huh. Well, maybe he's imagining like the blood blood in his he mouth after he her rips her apart because he's a wolf. Gross. This but is horrible. But that's a poorly constructed sentence. Yeah, it's not well done. Yeah, whatever he's trying to say there, he's constructed it poorly. Yeah. It sounds like it smells. Dr. Frankenstein's mouth is alive. <laughs> no? That's not how it... You want to hear the worst version of this song? Google yeah. Google Courtney Love and Hole covering it no. in their unplugged cuts. Why? Why do people have to do things? I used to I love Hole. I bet I've heard it. You I bet did. I loved it. Don't be rude. I'm sorry. It's a uh, god awful. Nice young woman, and I will be respected. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking the, about. Uh, the only other like recorded cover of this song that I looked up was the Real Big Fish version of it. Because ska covers of like 80s pop songs always always work well. But the whole one is just the most god-awful sounding thing. Whole acoustic. It's not, a, that. not no. a good thing. No. It's like they thought they were doing it because they were being like ironic funny. And it was just bad. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. I'll play it for you guys when we're done recording. Oh, exciting. So this song, maybe unsurprisingly, was written in one day. Uh, They were in the studio, quote, fiddling with the new technology that was starting to come in with all that synth sound that plays throughout the song. And so basically Andy Taylor was messing. So first of all, okay, side note. I'm going to sidetrack here for a second. I would like a side note. Members of the band, Simon LeBon, John Taylor, Roger Taylor, Andy Taylor, and the other one. Everyone in the band related? None of them are related. <gasps> Stop it. Why are there so many Taylors? <laughs> Three, because I guess it's a popular last name. I don't know. I've never met literally anybody named Taylor ever in my life. I didn't think it was that common a name. Turns out it is. Zephyr I've known a couple Jones. Taylors. I know. I'm not really telling the truth there. But anyway, so yeah, so Andy Zachary. Taylor. Who's the president? <laughs> Jonathan <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's that. Simon Levon, John Taylor, Andy Taylor, Roger Taylor, and Nick Rhodes were the uh, the Fab Five. Um, and so this song was written in one day after Andy Taylor was messing around with synthesizer, and then basically, like as the other musicians just kind of floated into the studio, they each wrote their parts. Simon Levon hammered out some. I'll call them lyrics for <laughs> lack of a better term. That and had to be like two minutes of the day was spent on lyrics, right? Yeah, seriously. It was probably more more time spent recording them. And then, yeah, the song was done. Released in 1982 as one of the first singles off the album Rio. Didn't pick up until the video got heavy airplay on MTV. Mm. And I cannot wait to talk about this video. No. Am I alone? I know. You're not I'm alone. I'm so upset about the video. Yeah. Had Terrible. you never seen the video before? I definitely had seen the video when I was so young, I wouldn't have thought about the lyrics or the video or the imagery in the video. And it was also like a different time period. I'm yeah. sure the last time I saw the video, I was probably like 10 years old and it was the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. And so your whole perspective on it is different. And I've not even thought about it since. And then we watched it several times today. And I was like, this 
is not okay yeah, no. at all. This video was uh, revolutionary at the time. Was it? Yeah, because it was, I believe it was the first music video shot on 35 millimeter film to make it look like a movie. Before that, all the videos were just basically like quickly filmed. This is done in about 15 minutes. But then you get this like Indiana Jones-esque style story. It's not stealing, it's, it's a, agreeing. It's a 36-year-old song, Teresa. How dare you? <laughs> and it came around and it exploded because it was like epic. And there was the, a thing, like a storyline happening throughout the, yeah. the and video. The story and the storyline is horrible. It's bad. Yeah. But I want to save this video till the end. Okay. Let's get through these nonsense lyrics and then spend a good chunk of time discussing the video because the video is just loco crazo. So. Have you read verse two and chorus two? Sure. Teresa is choking to death today. I'm sorry, I'm dying. Do you Apology need anything? Accepted. It was the laughing in the beginning that just <laughs> scratched at my throat. I got one of those chips stuck in your throat. <laughs> good noise. Katie, this, by the way, is the worst first, so good luck. <laughs> Stalked in the forest, too close to hide. Yowzers. I'll, whoa! <laughs> Had you not looked at the lyrics before we said? It's like just hitting me now, though. Like, I looked at them, I wrote things down, yeah. but as I'm saying the words out of my own mouth, it's just hitting me. So I'll start again. I apologize for my emotions. For your outbursts. Uh, stalked in the forest, too close to hide. I'll be upon you by the moonlight side. Do 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 do. High blood drumming on your skin. It's so tight. You feel my heat. I'm just a moment behind. Do 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 do. In touch with the ground. I'm on the hunt. I'm after you. Scent like a sound. Oh, scent and a sound. I'm lost and I'm found. I'm hungry like the wolf. Strut on a line. It's discord and rhyme. I howl and I whine. I'm after you. Mouth is alive, all running inside, and I'm hungry like the wolf. Is there a murder happening here? I feel like I need to take a shower after reading that. We don't have time. (laughs) It's getting late. (laughs) But yeah, like he is about to murder her and turn her skin into a drum kit. It's bad. Stalked in the forest, too close to hide. So at this point, if we're going wolf, yeah, yeah, the wolf is now so close to its prey, it can't hide anymore. It's now time to attack, right? Yes. I'll be upon you by the moonlight side. I'll be uh, upon you is such an upsetting phrase. It's a that bit rapey there, isn't use, it? To say it's a bit rapey is the understatement yeah. of the podcast. I'll be upon you by the moonlight side. And I've been known to understate some things on and this podcast. And by the moonlight here. side, I don't know if we're being too dirty, but feels like it has a particular connotation. Yes. Oh. The moonlight. The yeah. The moon. I'm not happy. Like lunar cycle. I will never like Moon. this Duran Duran song like again. But mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll be upon your butt. <laughs> Is... Brad wrote the lyrics. <laughs> I'll be up get... on your butt. I'll his... be up on your butt, and then I'll be on your butt. <laughs> those are Brad's lyrics. You just wrote those. 
You just wrote those. Nobody said What you that. called Brad lyrics. You just wrote those Brad lyrics right there. Man, it smells like sound in here. It smells like a sound. I'll be a bundle. Uh, high blood drumming on your skin. It's so tight. What does no. that is it's that so like toy- your... I'm going to say it's a toy. Is the high blood drumming, like, is that your heart beating Heart is fast? beating. Heart is beating really fast. Your skin is tight because you're nervous, but... Gross. I mean... Gross. Like... You feel my heat. I'm just Simon a moment Levon, behind who, your who, moonlight side. Whoever wrote these lyrics, no. You feel my heat. I'm just a moment behind... <gasps> He is, he is mere moments away from sodomizing this person. Yes. That's what this verse seems to oh God, be about. This is a bad just song. Like this in, is a really bad guys, song. This song is really bad. Just like in Little Red Riding Hood. Remember no. when the wolf sodomizes? Oh. Well, you know, we saw Into the Woods last summer. Which <laughs> That's is true. My... That is a rapey okay. wolf. So Into the Woods, brief side note, is maybe my favorite musical. I love Stephen Sondheim and I love the musical Into the Woods, but... The depiction of the wolf and the Little Red Riding Hood storyline, even when you take into consideration Little Red's solo song, it definitely feels like a sexual assault commentary. I don't know if anyone could hear that sigh. I could. I just had... And there is something about the imagery of the like masculine wolf attacking its prey that feels... I don't like hypersexualize in a negative way, and I don't like it. It makes me really uncomfortable. So, these guys were sex symbols at the time. Gross. Yeah. My sister God, loved 1982 them. was gross, though. We had yeah. this abracadabra, I want to mm-hmm. reach out and grab you. Hmm. Billy Joel's pressure. Hey, time out. <laughs> Do not bring William Joel into this. Pressure <laughs> has its nonsense. own problems, but. None of them are rapey. No, not rapey. He's... Anyway, this. <laughs> We're backtracking. We had Weezer sucking. Stop it. Weezer was like not even a thing yet. Why do you have to bring them into this? Um, just going to hurt my heart. So these guys were such. That's like, why we have you over. These guys were such hot commodities at the time. Like, in fact, John Taylor in this video is wearing a blazer with nothing underneath it. Did which they is, not have a shirt budget? They had spent it all on leopards. <laughs> Well, my assessment of leopard this... singular, <laughs> and, but like evidently it, it was such a uh, like such a hot band that they couldn't the, afford shirts. They could, <laughs> but more importantly, producers of Miami Vice saw that look on John Taylor and said, "We Stop want to put it. Don Johnson in an outfit like Don that." Don Johnson came Sonny from Croc. hungry like the wolf. Yeah, oh, so boy, without the without the headband. Uh, which one? In tubs. Yes. Yeah. Dave. Great job, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that went nowhere. Just a, yeah. Goddamn right. I'm just saying. Nowhere. For me, the video is all uncomfortable stereotypes: white suits and no shirts. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, super hot at the time. Ricardo Very Rico sexy. Tubbs. That's who you're talking about, right? Philip Michael Thomas. Yes. Okay. Philip Michael Thomas. Sorry, I'm excited for no reason. <laughs> Philip Michael Taylor. He was another Taylor. Stop it. He's not a Taylor. Oh. Okay. So, I don't know. Yeah, rapey. It's it's this, rapey. This, it's a terrible I song. howl and I whine. I'm after you. My mouth is alive, all running inside. What's, that is... Your mouth is running. 
the inside the upsets like me. Wine. The mm. inside upsets me a lot. I, I think don't you don't like, like the it. word inside in general. I don't like the general. word inside in this context, even though it means like... Within the mouth hole? Inside oh. his mouth, everything's alive. I don't know. Something about inside there doesn't feel right. He's it doesn't salivating. feel good. What about strut on a line as opposed to straddle? Strut on a line? It's like, are you walking a high wire? What well, are you now doing? he's more confident. He well, doesn't have to straddle it anymore. Now he can strut it. He's like, Strutting I got stuff. you. I wish everyone could see Teresa's movements right now because she's doing arms. a thing. There's a lot of uh, arms. Like I the wish wolf. this was a vlog. No I one will ever know. Could you have just taken a picture of her doing that to post something? <laughs> I didn't do it. Yeah, uh, boy. <laughs> um... I have other factoids about this, yes, but I kind of don't facts. really care. Well, whatever. Like, somebody else might care. Somebody else might care. Um, Princess Diana's favorite band was Duran Duran. Well, Princess... It's the right time. Diana did not read between the lines, as I also did not until today. I so maybe, maybe that's the case. Uh, their first singer, this is another unrelated factoid, was a gentleman by the name of Stephen Duffy, who... You might remember from such works as the first two Bare Naked Ladies albums where he co-wrote with Stephen Page. How did... Boom! I'm Whoa. sorry. How did that happen? Boom! Though? I don't know. I didn't get a biography. Oh. I just... I'm so curious now. I just recognized the name and I said, is that the same Stephen Duffy? And they were like, yep. And you were like, done. Show Close the book. Is. Uh, <laughs> he was definitely reading a book and not the internet. That's right. all in a book. I was in the library. I picture Brad. Pouring through volumes. Going through all the old like microfiche. Yes. Yeah. That's a yep. Brad working by candlelight on his <laughs> podcast <laughs> research. <clears throat> and uh, Nick Rhodes' then girlfriend is the one who did all the laughing and shrieking in the song. Oh, I don't like it. You don't like the laughing? No, because I'm thinking about now when it I came don't. up in the video and it was a tiny girl. Who, and the laughing definitely sounds like an adult woman and laughing. And this little street girl and... This, oh. this little Sri Lankan girl. Yeah, I don't like it. Just Sri Lankan around. That's not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Smelling like she sounds. Don't we all? Yeah. I mean, no. I'm going to strut a line. I think I'm someone can smell like they look. Mm. That juice is like one. I think Andrew W.K. might smell like he <laughs> oh, looks. Oh, don't talk. He's a friendly <laughs> chap. Does he smell like he sounds, We like though. him. Oh, by the way, Brad and I are super grateful to Andrew W.K. for liking our tweets. Yeah. It's so. incredible. And we think he's amazing. And I was just making a joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I assume if you party <clears throat> hard, you can also take a joke. Yeah, yeah I'd imagine. Oh, absolutely. He seems like a, a jokester. Stop in the forest. Can I just knock out this last chorus real quick and then we can discuss this revolutionary video? Burning the ground, I break from the crowd. I'm on the hunt. I'm down. I'm after you. I smell like I sound. I'm lost and I'm found. And I'm hungry like the wolf. Strut on a line. It's discord. Rhyme. I'm on the hunt down. I'm after you. Mouth is alive with juices like wine. I hate that, Brad. Juices. No. (laughs) And I'm hungry 
like the wolf. Would you offer your neck? Oh! <laughs> hot summer night. Hot, on a hot summer, summer night. night. I bet you say that to all the guys. Uh, that fits perfect. That is the uh-huh. same tone. When did Do that come out? Do you think this was inspired by Steinman's Hot Summer Night? That Hot Summer Night came out first? Yeah. Hot Maybe. Summer Night was in the mid-70s. Maybe. Bad out of hell. Yeah, I don't know years. Why not? I, You're a history teacher. Listen, How do you not know years? It's more important for you to understand what happens than for you to know when it happens. But if you understand the what, how the it why, happens, you will logically understand happens. when. Knowing generally where it fits into the world. Anyway. I mean, you understand that like the Camry was invented after the Model T. I'm oh. just going to say 1977 is, is, yeah. is, is the hot when. Hot Summer Night. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's gross. Hot Summer Night is gross. It is so gross. And its tone does feel very similar it's, to Brad's yeah. reading just now. Especially your dramatic reading of this. You know what? That's, well done, sir, by the way. You. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You've spent enough time with the drama teacher. I think I was, <laughs> I was the wolf. Oh. Please don't be don't, the wolf. No, with my juices. Bad. Like gross. wine. Now no, I hate it. Stop! Don't do it ever again. There's something about the word "juices" that's <laughs> no, gross. So like yeah, just in general, like, it's is juices as bad as moist in this context? I feel like it might be. Yeah, I think if I went to the the diner, like these are moist juices, and I'm not okay. And ordered an apple juice. <laughs> Uh, it's that S sound that you don't like. Do you have a tomato juice? I don't like this sound. It's you don't true. like it. It's very uncomfortable. I'm um. I'm super tense. Let's just. <laughs> I'm, I'm so your tense. shoulders are actually up <laughs> above your in head. Her yeah. ears right yeah. now. And I've had two glasses of wine, and I'm still I'm it. still so Can't uncomfortable. Juices like wine. Okay, so it's bad and gross it's and terrible. The worst. Um. Are any of these lyrics new? Burning the ground, I break from the crowd. So now he's like running and, and he's hot, going so fast. Pursuit. This is the moment that he catches his prey and uh, hits her moonlight side. Ugh, I hate Aww. it. I don't like it one bit. This song is ruined forever. Yeah. Uh, I still like it. Don't You would. You just have to like it with like your fingers <laughs> in your like ears. I do like to like things. I do like to like things. Um, and I like to hate things, so I'll hate it now. So... Video, am I right? Ugh. So Brad said it earlier, Indiana Jones. I wrote Indiana Jones. Every Indiana Jones is in it's, this. I think it's specifically um mostly the first two. Yes, specifically the first two, mostly Temple of Doom, but when also they're eating has, their chilled monkey brains. And yeah, stuff. well, like Raiders of the Lost Ark is in there as well because he takes off the sunglasses. Right. And those are absolutely the Nazi sunglasses with like the the visors on the side. So in Raiders of the Lost Ark, he's he's also like at a restaurant where he meets the bad guy yes. whose name I can't remember. But the setting is in, you know, this this, this South Asian country. Yes. Which is very similar to Temple of Doom, which Absolutely. takes place in India, even though that scene is in a palace. Yeah. Uh, but there's like the snake charmer happening yes, and everything. Yes, the snake charmer's guys. happening there. That's very Raiders of the Lost Ark. Right. There. And then later on, you see the elephant, which is super Temple of Doom. Yeah. And there's like the little kid with the tire in the street, Temple of Doom. There are all of these. It's it's extremely Indiana Jones heavy in its imagery. I did not notice one Indiana Jones I'm, reference. I really? think you guys might be geniuses. Do you 
I uh But you've seen the movies. Yeah, but I never really cared about them that much, so I don't think they like became a part of me. Why are we friends? Because uh, we're great. <laughs> did you notice, Katie, how many different hair colors Simon Lebon had? Oh, wait, that was the- him all the way through? <laughs> I actually wrote down does the lead singer switch? Like, is it a different guy? So, later on? I thought I was like, oh, he flips back and forth another guy. It's very Lennon McCartney. Like, so they started they started filming this video. And midway through, Simon LeBond goes to get his hair done, and they messed up his hair dye. So in the scenes where he's running through the streets, the reason he has a hat on is because his hair is like orange. (laughs) It's incredible. The rest of the video, it's dark. But it's like bright orange under the hat, just like hanging out the sides. I thought they were two different people. Nope. That's pure LeBond right there. Oh, my God. I really was like, who's the other singer? Yeah. So all I could focus on in this video was the depiction of the woman. And I wish that it was a time of year where I'd had more time to do research because I have articles about this, but I didn't have them like easily at my disposal. And and Teresa and I are in a time of like our teaching school year that is just very busy. So I wish I had had like a little bit more time in my schedule to dig into this. Don't worry. I'm telling the people why I didn't like she doesn't care about you. Too. She doesn't care about you. Stop I do it. care about you. I love you. No. Um, and I love Brad. I love everybody. Okay. So. <laughs> Disclaimer. She had to throw you in. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows I love Brad. It's, it's clear. I hope so. Um, <laughs> but the female in the video who is a non-white woman is depicted as an animal, yes, over and over and over again, and this is a trope in filmmaking mm-hmm, and in mm-hmm. advertising and in music videos that's highly problematic. So that moment you were talking about earlier in the video, where her where face it's a, morphs, yeah, it's a close up on her eyes, and then she morphs into the eyes of a leopard. This is the dehumanization yes. of the woman who okay. were saying it's okay to rape in yeah. this song. And I was watching the video going like, well, I can't ever listen to this song and enjoy it again. And well, if anybody doesn't like that about me too bad, but no, that's no. how I feel about the song. Isn't now. It? I'm like, no, and I totally agree. This, <clears throat> I didn't mean you. I knew you wouldn't care. Uh, this ruins the song for me. I never thought Valente's about... all hands here. But this Sorry. also makes me go like, this is how we're brainwashed because we grew up in the 80s and like we just didn't see it because yeah. it was fine. Yes. And just because it was fine then doesn't mean it's fine now. And I was watching it going like, this is ruined for me forever. And I loved this song, but I never thought about it and I had no recollection of the video. So I didn't see Temple of Doom. I didn't see anything. I just saw this like woman as animalistic Mm -hmm. prey and i was like oh i'm done with this forever well i also on the same kind of note there and and like i think that is such a great like i don't know the word i'm trying to think of and i'm doing hands again on a (laughs) podcast but like the the, along the same lines uh i was thinking of of, like the white savior complex Mm -hmm. here you have these white characters coming in and seeming to be like the guys in charge running the show reaching out to the kids in the street oh man those kids in the street were just yeah and i very much it's the same kind of thing of like oh white people are now going to go into this area and everything's going to be better because they're going to fix it and that is again an image that is continually represented and brought out there and that people do over and over again that I don't think we're aware of as much. In the video, there's this incredibly 
for me, uncomfortable juxtaposition between them in what is a quote unquote real world where she's just a normally dressed woman and he's a normal man and they're in like a party or some kind of social situation. It feels like they're seeing each other across the room. But then that is intercut with him running after her through a jungle and her face is painted mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and he's hunting her. It's so uncomfortable. Isn't it, isn't it interesting? This is, well, something to say about each of your comments there. But the first one, Katie, uh, the song Hungry Like the Wolf, where the narrator is the wolf. Yeah. And yet she is the animal. Yeah. So that's a... That's that's, that's it. That's you said a, yeah. thank you. Yes. That was very well said. Uh, I also think and, that. Okay. Oh, sorry. Go, no, no. Go ahead. Well, now I've forgotten say. what I was going to say oh, about your thing. Ruined everything. Oh, I wanted to talk about the the Sri Lankan street urchin. Yes, kids. and the the white savior complex. So I was so grossed out by him drinking his own sweat rag. <sighs> oh, I don't That's remember that one what? bit. Not at all. Do you remember this? Teresa? I remember. He's laying on a rock, and then there's yeah. a kid that comes over and like squeezes like, a rag into his, his mouth. Dabs his sweat off his head, and then like squeezes it into his mouth. It's disgusting. It is this is not gross. white savior complex. No, no, no. It's, it's just, just gross. not hygienic. It's just a gross <laughs> thing just that happens. Yeah, totally gross. Another thing too, when he when you see a woman outside of the jungle in other parts of the video, she's completely disembodied. It's just a, a pair of legs and a short yeah. skirt walking by, and that's another image that is consistently put of like women in the media. It's like disembodied, just legs, just boobs, just the, whatever body part it is, not a full person. There's a great article and of course i can't remember the title right now but it's by gene kilborn yes who does killing us softly yeah but the article is like it's called like two ways women get hurt okay and it's a wonderful piece and it 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 talks about the disembodied female it talks about the woman particularly the woman of color who's represented as an animal Mm -hmm. and it's such an enlightening read and you're just seeing that problem unfold before your eyes as you watch this video, which mm-hmm. I think is done really naively. I don't think it's done with the intention. Sure. It's, there's no like malice behind making this video, but... But that in and of itself highlights the problem. Sure. Yes. This is where you see the historical represent, misrepresentation of women, of people of color, of, of the co- female body, of the female body, all that stuff. And you see it just as like unintentional, but you see the history behind the lack of intent. It's like at some point there was an intent. At some mm-hmm. point it was like we only care about women because of their body, of because of this leg or because of this, or we do see people of color as animals. There was that intent previously, and then the intent gets lost but, but the message is, the message is still passed down and passed along can we talk about those famous sri lankan tire fires that happened in the video yeah what's the deal with that i don't know i thought it was just to make it look like a third world country to be honest yeah, with you that but was a big goal in this movie in this movie it's this not a movie. video i don't know it was the 35 <laughs> millimeter it made me think it was that's a, movie. a good point it just felt like what do Okay, what do the Western people think should be happening here? Let's just do all. Oh, look those at these things. uncivilized barbarians! How quaint. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah, it's really gross. Um, and then at the end of the video, the band is reunited in that same restaurant where Simon LeBon flipped that table over for <laughs> reasons, right? For reasons? Question mark. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, all gabbing about the what I'm assuming was the woman that they all hooked up with. Mm, gross. Because they were all making out with her. 
Did they all oh, make out? With I it? don't know that they all did. I think a I couple of them did. I know there was a weird like face bite freeze frame frame where yes. they're like Simon Laban and the woman's faces are coming together like they were gonna bite each other's faces and then it just froze. There was no kiss. It was like eighties freeze no, frame. Is it freeze frame? Oh, where they screamed in each other's faces. That's oh, what you're scream. talking about. Okay, there was yeah, like yeah. a yell, like mouth open scream, like breath in, like somebody else's Ugh. breath into my mouth. Oof. I feel her breath in my face. Fire on the side of my face. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> you just nice got clued. Uh, there were definitely sexy jungle noises happening yeah. at some point in the By uh, Nick Rhodes' then girlfriend. Uh-huh. Um, but the table flip, like he suck was- it, Real Housewives. Duran Duran was there first. Yeah, yeah. I think, th- I think Take that's a that. lesson we've learned today. Teresa. Judice. Yeah. So. Not like, hey, not I this did Teresa. no table flipping, even though I threatened it recently. Yeah. <laughs> you threatened to throw a bottle at my brain before. Yeah, I threatened to throw a table at, at and pots at Josh's head as well the last mm. time. Was like, that during Weezer? I'm very violent. <laughs> Good Lord. You're going to get yourself arrested. You better <laughs> settle down. So, so I think. Unfortunately, we may have unintentionally ruined a song we all liked. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I am going to have to perform this song a zillion more times in my yeah. life for as long as I play music. Well, forgive me if I don't sing with the band on this one. That's fine. Don't get mad that I have to do it because I'm getting paid, Emmerheffer. Oh, so. make it rain. <laughs> Teresa is I'm a music making, making it rain. That's right. Uh, anything else to say about Are Duran Duran's Hungry Like the Wolf? playing it in our cars with the okay. music okay. up and the windows down? As, mu- as bad as it is and as, as terrible we as appreciate I decided I don't like it. I will still play it and blast it and put it on a mixtape and enjoy it. I don't know that I'm like that enthusiastic about the song. I wouldn't turn it off. I may have just burned out on it over the years because it feels like work to me. I think I'm done with it, guys. Yeah. Yeah. I would I would use it as a lesson. Whoever's in the car with me would be like, guys, no, really listen to what this is and saying. And this listen is why to- people hate us. But <laughs> this is This is just one reason true. why let me people teach hate you, us. Let me teach you a lesson. Uh, but no, I still would sing it. Katie, would you grade it? Uh, How's the writing, Katie? Well, the writing's not very good. I mean, like, the writing is... No, it's not It's not very good. Just objectively, aside from all the problems I've talked about... The writing, this is another one that feels like it was written in a 20-minute lunch before <laughs> class. It's a D. It's awful. Like, what it doesn't... If, oh, sorry. Well, I was well, going to say, what if the assignment was uh, create a simile? Create a simile. Garbage. All right. If the assignment is create a simile, it has to be at least acceptable. Ooh. Okay. It, no, Teresa's right. Because Teresa's I think correct. it also... And then it, it not only is just hungry like the wolf, it goes through a lot There's of things. A, there is and metaphor in there And then you have the city, well. like the steam coming from the ground. So you not only have simile, there's metaphor too. Can Earth we go over these fire. lyrics again? Because I don't think Teresa... Yeah, no. saying, um, it's not... I, night is a wire. Night is a wire is a metaphor, but is it a good metaphor? Mm-hmm. The, um, I'm going to say no. Yeah. I agree. I think that that steam coming from the ground and earth is a fire. I think that's a good metaphor. Straddle the line in discord and rhyme. Mouth is alive with juices like wine. It might be worse to whisper. If I saw a sophomore writing this and they had you would send them steam in the subway, earth is a fire. I would be like, I'll be upon you by the moonlight side. Okay, I would get grossed out by all that. But 
I'm just like I'll give you that one line. That one line is it? That's all I get? Okay. Yeah. But other than that, so As you're like, whole. you got one line that was nice and the rest of it is terrible. So <laughs> uh see is what you're doing. You get one good line and you get a C. You had one good the concept somewhere. if we're talking about using simile and metaphor in order to communicate a message, it does do that. Yeah. It does. It might even have to be a C plus, Brad. Yowzers. Well, uh, you should if, tell Simon Laban that next time they go on tour because they're still touring, although without Andy Taylor, oh. the other four members are still are still performing. I was just going to say if I'm grading it for like social awareness, it's probably oh. an F. Oh. Uh, Unless it was satire on... But it's not. I feel like I know exactly what this song is about without knowing the lyrics. Yeah, yeah. that's what you said up top. Did I? Yeah, you were good. Huh? I'm right. <laughs> the conclusion we've come to is, is that I've, Brad was right all along. Uh, well, who's surprised? I know I'm not. So, oh boy. All right. Anything else to say about this? Uh, it's ruined ruined my day. Mm-hmm. I'll still sing oh, it. Boy, oh boy, that's a shame. I don't like the message. All right. Then, with that, I guess we shall wrap this up. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, again, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or song suggestions, our email address is decompositionpod at gmail.com. Uh, you can reach us on Twitter at decomp underscore pod. Please get yourself onto the iTunes or Apple Podcasts or whatever you want to call it. Drop us a review. Uh, let us know what you think, good, bad, or otherwise. Five stars, baby! Katie wants five stars. I don't really care. Reviews are reviews. Um, in the meantime, thank you guys for listening, and you just chill till the next episode we were very giggly (laughs) (laughs) Teresa can you say roll it roll it (laughs) 